Hello, my first words that pop into my head. This is your something that relates tangentially to those first words host, my name here, and his third thing that hopefully turns out to be funnier than those first two things podcast, podcast title. Today's story is all about the theme of today's story, broken down into the most general but humanly relatable thing I can come up with on very short notice because it's often the last part of the script I write. If you do something that you'd never actually do, but I bring it up to force the title into a pun that I hadn't considered when I first came up with a story title. Story title by I Say My Name Again. This one person didn't do this normal thing like other people. They instead did either the opposite thing or did the thing literally, which it turns out is ridiculous. Here's a problem this caused that person among their peers, but then a good thing about it that more than made up for the problem. And then a terrible pun. In fact, fuck it, I've got a couple of minutes to fill, so I present to you a list of silly and ever-increasingly bizarre things that sprang from that initial ridiculous thing, and one thing that is anatomically impossible but would be super disgusting if it wasn't. None of these are essential to the plot. They're just fun, but if you were looking for plot, you should have gone to Starship Sofa. This is the point where I first look at the line count and say to myself, holy shit, is that all I've got? It felt like a lot more. It's far too early to start in on the end of this story, so I'll have to pad this shit out. Let's see. Okay, I'll stick another character in there. Maybe a love interest, or maybe an enemy. It totally doesn't matter which. I just hope to stumble into something funny. Look at the line count again. Fuck! Now our protagonist encounters a problem no one would ever encounter. Here in this next sentence, they overcome that problem in a unique and impossible way. This starts a trend that everybody wants to get in on. Now I describe a few different directions this fad goes in based on different human tendencies, especially the ones that happen when people don't act in their own best interest. This sort of thing gives the show a veneer of satire and lets me say phrases like the human condition when I'm describing the show to people who wouldn't think it was funny if they ever listened to it. I also use the word absurdist a lot in those same situations. At this point in the story, I'm writing the last few words of it because I've already written the ending and then have discovered to my consternation that I still have a few lines left. It's now that I'll look at what I've got and take a sharp right turn which has nothing to do with anything else, but neither you nor I care as long as it's crazy. Now comes the ending, which happens as a result of some verbal gymnastics I have to perform in order to deliver one killer line or situation so I can eat up a few lines in setup. Oh yes, I do watch that line count like a hawk. I'm trying to reach the minimum threshold of entertainment for you. Sometimes I'll go over the line count, and that's okay because I'm generous like that. Or I've lost the story completely and I'm trying to bring it around to a satisfying ending. It's right here that I do the ending. And then here I deliver that one line which will make you laugh or groan, and then I'll bring up the music really fast in the hopes you won't realize how shitty this whole thing was. If this story did something to you that involves a thing mentioned in this story, you can tangentially related verb it and other sometimes completely out of left field things that are actually stories at the strained rhyme that's getting old, the show's website. Verb add verbly in the comments for this post or thing that rhymes with email and we can do that thing having to do with a rhyming word at one of the show's email addresses or do another thing that either carries on from that first one or is a take on another meaning of that rhyming word at the show's other email address. Whenever we're doing a thing that relates to the SF words I'm about to mention, the SF and SF signal stands for a word that starts with S followed by a word that starts with F, which I then concoct an explanation for that often describes something disgusting or terrible that my friends at SF signal would never do in a million years. And I can't believe they don't hate me already, but I keep pushing that envelope waiting for it to happen. And somewhere in there I say sfsignal.com. Tweet or Twitter something that rhymes with tweet or Twitter that you should tell all these people that don't exist to follow me at my Twitter address. Meaning I want you to tell your Twitter followers about this show and I know you almost never do. Am I 
being too subtle. Then there's that Tumblr thing, which is almost an annoyance at this point, but I do repost some funny stuff over there, and you might enjoy it. But at this point, writing about it here mainly serves as a reminder to myself to go post something over there, because I haven't done so in a while. This is the funniest episode I've ever done. Here's the begging for money part, and this part does work to a degree, so thank you all very much. May I have some more? This podcast also verbs adverbly in some insane and rambling way, which is on the one hand a challenge to myself to come up with the most surreal run-on sentence that you might possibly still understand, and on the other hand, an effort to keep it down to something I could squeak out in a single breath while including the words Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Like 4.0 International License. Until something highly improbable happens, this will have something to do with the guy who's stating his name for at least the third time in a five-minute podcast. Talk about a narcissist who's reminding you of something hopefully clever, but more likely groan-inducing and sometimes the worst joke of the show, which is a horrible way to end. Then I say, good night.